I didn't allow myself to just get it all out like you suggested, nothing would be done. Welcome to You Should Write a Book About That. I'm Kim O'Hara, a book coach with a story inside, and I'm interviewing fascinating people from all walks of life with a story to tell. Do these folks have a best-selling book in them? Stick around and find out. Sonia Marie is one of the most incredibly deep, passionate, and on-point astrologers I have ever met. She may read the chart and the signs, but she's also commingling with your ancestors and has this deep intuitive knowing about where you need to be set free if you're willing. She's tough. She hails from Yonkers, New York, and she's a poet and a songwriter, and she's achieved what many of us dream of, a hit song on one of the most successful soundtrack albums of all time, Waiting to Exhale. I was so privileged to meet this brave woman and help her write not one, but two books at the same time. Her first book, The Signs, an astrological memoir, just hit internet bookstores for purchase. Sonia, what a blessing to have you here today with us. What a blessing to be here. And I have to say, that is the most dynamic introduction I've ever received. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're dynamic. You're dynamic. What can I say? Thank you. Deserved. Deserved. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I was reading that opening and and I was thinking, how the hell did we find each other, right? Like this whole series of connections and events led us together in the perfect time. And I didn't know you. You didn't know me. We met for coffee. We were like, let's do this. And that has me sort of wanting to throw the question to you. Do we all really have to work as hard as we think we do to meet the people we need to in our lives? How do you see that from an astrological perspective? Well, the answer to that, in my opinion, is no, we do not need to work hard. And and let me follow that up with a, a, a dream that I had once. Um, one evening, I had a dream that I was floating above the earth. And as I got further out into the universe, um, I could see North America and North America was made up of all these little bitty lights and there were red lights kind of grouping in one area. There were blue lights grouping in another area, white lights grouping in another area. And the voice that was with me, the presence that was with me was like, do you see that? And I said, yeah, wow. It seems like it's a party going on. That's a lot of lights. And he says, they're not lights. They're people. So to answer that, I can literally see that happening like throughout my life and many people's lives is that we just find each other. These lights, these souls um, come together like purposely, divinely, naturally. And we never have to, in my opinion, push and and have any type of real, real effort to allow people that need to be in your life that are supposed to aid in your trajectory at all. Like we don't have to push for that. They just find us. I love that. I Mm -hmm. love that. That's a beautiful dream. That's an amazing dream. Did you know you were in the dream when you were in the dream? Were you like, this is a great dream or did you wake up and know the dream? Well, I woke up and knew the dream and I I honestly thought in the dream that it was a party going on. (laughs) (laughs) So I was really in tune. I was all for the party. I'm like, where's it at? Where's it at? 
And uh, the, yeah, That's the president great. was like, no, those are people. People are finding their village. People are finding their groupings. People are finding the people that need to help them along the way. And I think if we just relax and pay attention to that, we get exactly what it is that we that we deserve and what we call out to the universe for. Mm, that's so beautiful. So I will bring up struggle. You've struggled. You've been a single mom. Uh, you've, you've talked about this in your book. You've struggled financially. I think we've all been there. What is astrology and the deeper resonance with spirit and the ancestors done for you? And how has that evolved over the years in that struggle? Like, how have you stayed grounded? Well, astrology to me, Kim, is just this blueprint of our personality. Our souls is who we are. It's like the fingerprints, right? Our individual souls come onto the planet to do something in particular. And in our astrological makeup is that personality that administers our soul's journey. So for me, astrology has helped in a way for me to see myself, even in my irresponsible 20s, even in my mom, family, rearing 30s. Even as as I was 40 and I was single and trying to find my way and, and making money, yes, but really trying to create a purpose and realize why I'm here. Astrology has helped. Why? Because you actually tweak your personality. You you tweak your personalities throughout your life, throughout the decades of you living to, to show up for yourself, more importantly, but also to garner awesome relationships with people that have to help you. Like we can't do this by ourselves. Yeah. That's the bottom line. So the thing is, is that if I know that I'm put, being a little funky right here, or if I'm being a little stubborn here, or I'm being a little controlling here, and that's not getting me anywhere throughout the years, astrology has like showed me like, yo, you're being a little bit too bossy, you're a little <laughs> bit too controlling. Right. Like, Pull it at, pull it back. That's why people are not helping you. And when you adjust and, and assimilate accordingly, it's like, oh, okay, that is kind of true. People are open to me now. I can get what I want and then thus I can help them as well. And this is wonderful figure eight sway. So it's helped me throughout my, my, my life by showing me who I am, what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. Amazing. And you did a reading for me where you talked about ancestors. And I, and I think I remember at one point you were like, what are your ancestors was like in the shower with me this morning? And I, that was, I mean, <laughs> that was like amazing. And I felt the ancestors, uh, in this house that I recently bought, I could feel them coming through the floor. I could feel the ancestors in the land. What is that like for you to feel your ancestors, but also an ancestral shift in our society? Well, it's kind of, they, they bombard me sometimes. I'm going to be quite honest with you. There are a number of people, millions of people that are able to see past the veil, so to speak, and communicate with our ancestors. Um, we just decide to shut it down because oftentimes it's too much for folks. However, we all have the ability to do it. For me, it's a, it, it bombards me a bit because sometimes you don't want to see certain situations about people that you love or strangers that are on the street, but it works for my line of work, because as I'm doing astrology readings, I'm getting instructions from them. Right. Um, I hope this is answering the question as well. But when I do readings, I listen to them tell me where to go in your chart, because your natal chart, based on your time, your date and your place of birth, it's really, really vast. You can spend an entire lifetime breaking down your particular natal chart. So when I do people's readings, I'm listening to them. That's when I open up the gate and I'm like, all right, y'all come on in, say what you have to say. And in 90 minutes, y'all got to break out. And they do it. 
to be truthful with you, 99.9% of the time they go because they are really just trying to assist us and assisting their loved ones. When I see even my own ancestors, like truthfully, they'll wake me up in the middle of the night. And again, we have this co-creation with existence. We can literally say to them, yo, it's okay. Y'all have to go or I'm open for 30 minutes. Y'all tell me what y'all need to tell me. But as a human being, I can't stay open the whole, the whole day. So the other side, our ancestors, our guys, they are very respectable in that way. They're just here to assist us because the whole entire planet, Kim, is shifting. And we're about to go into a place where we're never, ever, ever, ever been before. And they know that. So we need to tighten up. We need to tighten up in humanity and our relationships, who we are, and be bold enough to present that. It's amazing. I love that. And your book, The Signs, it's it puts a whole different spin on astrology and how we see astrological signs. And it sounds like this is perfect timing for this big shift that's coming to be able to see all of us from a more compassionate place based on you know, birth signs, right? Like these aren't just birth signs. Like tell me what compelled you to write from this alternative perspective. I just want people to understand from a wider perspective that astrology is just not like geometry and mathematics in the sky, nor is it like this weird ass like black magic phenomena. No, astrology is a tool like everything else that the creator gives us. Yes, the Bible and tarot cards and whatever tools or oracles that you use it is a tool to assist us in this place. So the bottom line is this. I just try to present astrology in a way in which you can see yourself be reflected on a daily basis as above, so below. Whatever is happening in the universe, best believe that it's happening in your home. It's happening based on the clothes that you choose to wear. It's happening based on your conversations. It's happening through the relationships that you have, how affectionate you are versus how the, the lack of affection that you have for other people and so on and so forth. Like as above, again, so below. Like we need to, in my opinion, just embrace it all as opposed to keeping it separate from us and allowing us to use astrology as this magic wand. No, it's not a magic wand. It's you. Mm-hmm. It's you. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely seeing yourself and the people that you roll with. So why not utilize that information again to make your relationships and your existence here on the planet better? The, the separation is, is what's, is, in my opinion, Kim, is what's dividing people. I mean, hence the word separation. But what I mean is like when we start to look at things from a, a, a pullback perspective, oh, that's for you. Oh, this one said this and that and this is how what I'm in control of. It becomes a little too, I don't know, dictatorship kind of feeling in a sense on some level when. Actually, all of this information is for every person, black, white, purple, brown, tall, skinny, fat, short, like everybody can benefit from what the universe is given. Especially at this time of separatism and isolation, we have this opportunity to grab your book and use it as a tool, right? And really get to know all these different parts of ourselves, all these different parts of our fellows, you know, like you said, the people that are near and dear to us and some people that are just maybe in our lives for, you know, half a minute to really understand, you know, how they roll. In each sign, the way that you lay out the book, you pay homage to someone famous, like a singer or an actor, which I thought was a really interesting choice because you saw some stuff when you were in the music business that was, you know, not so great. Hi, listeners. It's survey time. I want to know more about you. 
the listeners. So in 2021, I can bring you more riveting content. Why do you listen to this podcast? What are you doing when you listen to this podcast? What kind of topics have you loved the most? If you don't mind, just going to take about three minutes to head over to a storyinside.com backslash survey. It's a great opportunity to procrastinate from anything that you really should be doing and feel like you're part of the Story Inside podcast community. Thank you so much. And now back to our amazing guest. We can relate to a, a famous person in a sense that we all kind of see him through almost the same lens because that's what they give, right? So their personality or their character or whatever I chose to highlight in their story, we can see that. We can go, oh, okay, Leonardo DiCaprio, who I chose to use in regards to controlling his career, I can see that control Capricorn energy on him and how he does what he wants to do. So his perception is quite different. You know what I mean? He controls his perception so people can look at him differently. I want to talk about your second book for a second, which I know is not done yet, but your aunt went missing and how frustrated you got when your psychic energies couldn't find her. It was like this crumbling and rebuilding of Sonia as just a woman, like just a woman looking for a lost aunt. When writing this book, I obviously was witness to some pretty raw wounds. What was the difference between being in it and then nine months later, writing about it. Oh, man, we don't have enough time for all of that, Kim. But I will say um, it was so many differences. One of the biggest ones is the fact that, like you alluded to, I couldn't see. I couldn't connect with her. I couldn't understand what was going on because the human took over me. And it was one of those moments where you recognize how out of control you are. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like when even though you get these hits and you helping people with their their lives and and you even see information that comes through with your own life, when emotions swell and kind of take over your whole body, you are pure human. At least I was in that moment. And I couldn't see anything. I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't connect with anyone. And it frustrated the heck out of me because, of course, I want to be able to locate where she is and use any kind of device, any kind of sonar information. <laughs> that can help me to find her. And, and I, and I just couldn't. And it, it, uh, it wore me out. It wore my heart out. It wore my mental out. And, um, that was one of the things. And I'm just honestly, another thing is just coming on the other side of that. I recognized, um, how blessed I was to have people. <laughs> how about that? People and their energies. Um, fighting for, praying for, pushing for, like the folks on, on IG and Facebook, and you can feel a collective of prayers. How about that? Like, honestly, human, humanity is real when everybody is like focused and can put everything in one light for one intention. Beautiful things can happen. So I know it wasn't me saying, and I definitely know it was God, but I swear the energy that people put into that and helping me to find her and all the love that was generated, they were the biggest biggest percentage of finding her. I know that for for a fact. And to sit back and watch that is just a miracle. But then, right. And then when you were writing it though, so you were in it then, but then nine months later when you were writing it, that was a different 
then you were like, I mean, cause we had conversations about, you know, right. fa- family heritage and patterns and dysfunction. And we were like, there were a lot of moments where you're like, Oh my God, like I didn't. Cause you, how can you, you couldn't see it in that moment. Cause you were so depleted. But when, when you were writing about it later, you were like, Oh, this goes way deeper than what's going on. Yeah, it's like that second wave. You know, you're at the ocean and you get smacked with that first wave and you're like, oh, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) The ocean is knocking me down. And then you turn around and here comes a wave that's twice as big as the first one. That's how it felt. Yep. Because pain and emotions and healing um, things came up in which I had to heal within myself about that I was being called to heal my uh, family through in writing this, that I had to bring light to my family in regards to them being ready to heal through it or not. Just writing and, and telling them that I'm writing it definitely opened up a whole lot of wounds where people were like, yeah, I'm good. I want to keep my Band-Aid on that. And um, in writing it, I ripped all the Band-Aids as far as I, I mean, as far as I could, as far as I would allow it to, to be quite honest with you, because I did want to preserve my family's name in a sense, but some things needed to come out in order for people to see that they have to heal through things too in order to get better. And that was one of the situations. She left because our family needed to heal through some things and I needed to heal through some things and did not know that. And you have the uh, gift to write and that's, I appreciate that. and that's the, that, but that, but that's how you heal. Right. So like if someone was on the fence about writing a book, if they knew that they should write a book and, and they have that belief system, but they they haven't put a finger on it yet. And they're maybe scared what would you say are some of the best reasons to take that leap? You know, Ayala Vincent used to say, feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm. And that's that's exactly what I would say. Like the fear of it all, first of all, it is definitely an illusion, although it feels very real. And I would say... <laughs> Take it one step at a time, one page at a time, one chapter at a time, one week at a time, whatever you need to do in order to emote and get through it. One of the biggest things or notes that my coach told me, Miss Kim <laughs> O'Hara, was this <laughs> was to get it all out, like literally get it out and we'll edit it later. And truthfully, that permission, like you giving me that permission enabled me to fly. And even though I was a little sensitive and you know this about what was cut out and thrown on the cutting room floor, so to speak, I I could still see it coming together in in the way that it needed to be. But if I didn't allow myself to just get it all out, like you suggested, nothing would be done. So I say, feel the fear, get it all out and then revisit it after the fact. The healing that goes through writing a book is incomparable. Like you, you have no idea what you can feel and who you can be on the other side of your manuscript. Beautiful, beautiful. So, and, and, and yes, you were, uh, as many writers are very, you know, protective over some material and, uh, offered me the opportunity to also see things differently. And so it was a, it was, it was a beautiful collaboration. We're in this time right now, a very potent collective pain, you know, people are frustrated. What would you advise listeners do to protect themselves from pain that's not theirs and stay on the up and up for the next couple of months? I would say, although this sounds very like spirituality 101, there's some, some real, real truth and gems to meditation. Um, meditation is not about chance 
and or affirmations that you may repeat to yourself. Meditation is just strictly quiet time. So like I alluded to earlier, and the fact that we can all hear our ancestors and our guides and what it is that we need to do in meditation, in those quiet moments, in separating yourself from the pack, from your emotions, from your daily life, you hear exactly what you need to hear. The thing about it nowadays is that what's being told to us, people don't want to hear. So there's another level to that. Once you hear what you're supposed to hear, take it as true. Take it as truth for yourself and for your ancestors and your guides and how they're literally trying to push you through this time. Take it for true, even though it hurts. Feel the fear, like Iyanla said, and do it anyway. We're going to be better on the other side of this, Kim. We have to be. There's no other choice. You can't go further down. That's for sure. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been just an amazing uh, so much in just a short period of time. And we could talk for much longer, but we're going to keep it short and sweet for today. Everyone go out and buy Sonia's book. It's absolutely worth every single page of blood, sweat and tears. And you definitely are going to learn something new about yourself. Thank you so much, Sonia, for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me, Kim. I love you. Love you too. (laughs) Love you so much. You've been listening to You Should Write a Book About That. If you enjoyed our episode, tell a friend to listen, subscribe, and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And a big shout out to our listeners on CastBox, where you can leave a comment and I will personally respond.